Hello there, this is Dr. Alan Hedberg and this is the Psychology Report. Today I would like to address an important issue in family life and child development. You know, children are naturally takers. Parents feed that idea and that behavior pattern. We give children things, we buy things for children, we respond to their requests, we respond to their demands, we respond to their attempts to manipulate us. And give them what they want. Sometimes those things are appropriate and no particular problem. There are other times when when a child demands something or wants something, it's not appropriate. And no is the appropriate answer. Or sometimes wait is the appropriate answer. We bring children up in the idea that they can receive things that they want and better their life. And they become very self-centered, very self-oriented. And no wonder children are selfish. No wonder children have a great deal of difficulty sharing anything with anyone else. You know, giving behavior is learned behavior. You don't just kind of become a natural giver, or you're not born as a giver. You learn to give. You learn to share. You learn to uh, help others benefit in life by something that you have that you can share with them or give to them. Or loan them, if you will. You know, parents have a pattern of behavior that children observe and tend to follow. If parents are givers, children tend to be givers. If parents are keepers and keep just things for themselves and are very self-centered and self-oriented, children become self-oriented as well. So it's a matter of how we live in a home and how we live in our family life and whether we include in our family life the idea of taking something that we have and sharing it with somebody who doesn't have but might need what we have. Often this is money. We take some money out of our wallet or purse or out of our bank account or our checkbook and write it to and give it away to somebody else. We often do that. Maybe a small amount, maybe a large amount. It could be toys, it could be clothing, it could be a borrowing a car, it could be a fruit from the backyard, it could be tomatoes, it could be whatever you have that you can give to somebody else. That's philanthropy. To have something and share it with others and to give it with others, to others, is philanthropy. Because it's for the purpose of helping another person, primarily, not helping yourself. However, in the act of philanthropy, in the act of giving, we often benefit ourselves by the act of giving. We become happier. And if this is a practice of behavior, this is something you do over a long period of time, you probably live longer. So the sharing, the giving, the philanthropy that comes out of your heart to somebody else has a lot to do with how you live and how you're affected by your own behavior patterns. So philanthropy is an important part of child development. It's an important part of parenting. It's an important part of the child's learning to live in a community, to live in a society, to live in a uh, amongst the people that have less and with whom you can share your things and let, their, let them develop their lifestyle a little bit better than they would on their own. So that raises the question, how do you teach your children to be givers? How do you teach the act of philanthropy in your own home? Well, as I said, first of all, if parents give, children will. Parents need to be givers, and you need to give 
in a way that children might even participate. They might match what you give. You might give $10 to the church or something or to an organization and, and ask the child to chip in $1 or 50 cents. Now it becomes a family project. It becomes something that the children participate in. And that by that, they learn the act of philanthropy. And they'll do more of that as they go down the path in life on their own. They'll get the idea of sharing and giving and benefiting personally from that act of giving. So parents got to give first. Secondly, you have to help children see that there's a need for giving. You know, in your own community, there are people who have less. There are people who are very poor. There are people who go through tragedies, such as the burning down of a house. There are people who go through hard times in life. It could be a divorce. It could be bankruptcy. It could be a difficult situation they're in. And there's a need. There's a need for money. There's a need for clothing. There's a need for food. There's a need for some kind of shelter, perhaps, even on a temporary basis. Help your children become part of that process and give to them. But help them be aware of it. Help them be on the lookout for people in their classroom and people in their community and their neighborhood that have a need that maybe you can help meet as a family together. So open up the awareness of children's mind and let them see there are people in need and you can respond to that. You may not need to meet the entire need. You may not help them totally, but every little bit you know, helps. Also, I would recommend number three is that you teach your children what charity is. Teach them the charities that you give money to, that you support. Teach them the organizations that you support financially and in other ways. Talk about those organizations. Help them see why you give money to organizations, why an organization is worthy of your support, and why you give them as much as you do. And perhaps even, if you will, teach them about organizations that you choose not to give to as to why you would not give, you know, to them. In my own personal life, and I brought this to our children, I look at a charitable organization and I look to see if they are giving 80% of their money to the act of the charity, to the cause of the charity, to advance the charity, and only 20% or less to the actual administration, such as marketing and fundraising and payment of staff and that kind of thing. A 20-80 ratio is what I use. An organization... And the Clinton Foundation is a good example of that. 80% of their funds go to administration. 20% or less. I've heard 3%. I've heard 6%. But at least 20% or less goes to the actual cause that the foundation stands for and purports to support and, and, and enrich and encourage. So they are not a giving organization in that sense of the word. Now, another way that you can help your children develop that sense of philanthropy is set up a kind of a fund, if you will. Put a certain amount of money into a fund, maybe a hundred bucks, maybe a thousand dollars, and then have maybe on a Friday night, maybe once a month, you get together as a family and you say, okay, we're going to give 10%, we're going to give 25%, we're going to give 30% of this money to some organization. What organization should we choose? And then every kid names an organization that might be considered. And then you talk about the pro and cons of those organizations. And together you vote and you pick one. And then you send the money to that organization as a family. So your family became not only involved in the giving process, but they became involved in the evaluation process of what it takes 
to have an organization worthy of your money? And how do you decide organizations that are worthy of your money better to give your money to than maybe some other organization? So it's kind of a donor-advised fund is what we call that. We get your children involved in that. Another way you can help children become philanthropic, and that is uh, figure out how much money you spend eating out in a given week. You know, maybe you eat out twice a week, and maybe you spend in the process of eating out twice a week $40, let's say. Let's just say that you spend $40. It could be more, a lot more. Okay, then you say to the family, okay, we're not going to eat out this next week. We're not going to eat out all this next month. By the end of the month, we are going to take that $40 that we would have spent on ourselves and give it to somebody. Give it to somebody's in need. Give it to a charity. and Give it to the church. You know, give it to some organization. And again, ask the family to help identify what organization should receive those funds and benefit from your uh, holding back uh, preference or desire of eating out on a weekly uh, basis, if you will. So there are a few ways that you can teach philanthropy. It's important to teach. It's important for a child to grow up in a home that is philanthropic. It's important for a child to get that sense that there are other people besides themselves. There are other people who are less fortunate than themselves. No matter how much money you have or don't have, or how much little money you have, there's always somebody in need. It may be you have a need every single day, every single week. And poor people might represent that as an example. But there are other people that just have a period of time when they need something and you can be of support to them. You can be of encouragement to them. If they went through a trauma, they went through a crisis of some type, have a fire, you know, give them some help. Give the clothing that you, you have. Don't give all your cast off. Give them good clothing. Give them meaningful clothing so that you can help them advance themselves. And in the process, you learn and you teach and your children learn and your children become part of the giving process that takes place in America. You know, we are now just ending a political campaign and there's been enormous amounts of money given to one candidate or the other and to the variety of other candidates at the state and national level. There's a lot of giving going on. Not particularly philanthropic. Not particularly uh, charitable giving, if you will. Because it's for the purpose of advancing something that you want personally. It's to advance yourself in a way. And when you're advancing yourself, even though you give money to somebody else, but you're doing it to kind of make yourself feel good or make yourself have something better or have your own political persuasion in place and have your candidate win so that you'll get something in the long run, that's not philanthropic. That's just personal gain giving. But philanthropic giving, charitable giving, is that you give to somebody, you give to an organization, you give to some charitable group, and you get nothing in return other than the joy of giving, the gratification that comes from giving a gift. This has been the Psychology Report, and I'm Dr. Alan Hedberg. I do recommend that you consult my website, booksbyhedberg.com. Booksbyhedberg.com. I have a book in there called Dr. Teach Me to Parent. And in that book, I have a chapter on teaching children to be philanthropic, teaching children to give, and things that you can do in your home and it's kind of homework assignments, ways that you can work with the school and with the teacher to help your children be more giving and more considerate of others and more helpful to others uh, on a daily basis. So there are some ideas there that might be of help to you, along with other ideas about effective and intentional parenting. So I recommend the book, 
Dr. Teach Me to Parent, and it's in my website, booksbyhedberg.com. And this has been the Psychology Report. Thanks for joining me, and we'll look forward to you joining me again. Bye for now.